Hello America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host Corey Easley and I'm back once again for a brand new week. This is a very special week. This is the week of the 2020 election, one of the most important pivotal moments probably in the history of uh, this country, definitely in my lifetime that I've seen, and I'm sure many, many others. So uh, get out there and vote and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully the, hopefully things go the way we all want them to go, right? That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, uh, (laughs) so guys, check this out. I was um, in my brain doing a lot of thinking, and I did this thing where... I was having a conversation the other day where the Titanic came up because someone said something about they were flying. I was like, oh, I'm flying. And then, you know, so real quick, though, if you've never seen the Titanic, spoiler alert, uh, it's a movie about a boat and uh, it goes on a voyage for the very first time and the boat sinks, right? That's like, that's, that's kind of like losing your virginity and getting pregnant on the first shot, right? It's like, eh, you know. But anyway, um, so yeah, I've been walking around for years saying that I hate the movie, right? And the crazy thing about me saying that is now that I'm in my 30s, I watched that movie over 20 years ago, and I don't actually even know if I hate the movie or not. So um, I I had to rewatch it. So I came home tonight. It's a late night tonight. I came home tonight and I put the Titanic on. I rented it. You can rent it on, uh, I think it's Apple. And I watched the shit. And I got to be honest with you. I got some opinions about some things. <laughs> surprise, surprise, right? So first of all, for starters, I just want to say, DiCaprio is someone that I'm a huge fan of. And he looks like a little kid in that movie to me so much. It's like, damn, man. Like, this dude has been in our lives for a very long time. And Kate Winslet is incredible, and she's a beautiful woman, and holy shit, I forgot. Because, and the thing is, I remember now because when I was a kid and we watched it, because, you know, that movie was so fucking long that it had two VHS tapes that came with it. And then on the side, you could see the picture of Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio hugging each other and it it always stood out to me in the uh, stack of VHS tapes that was in where we kept the tapes. I I would always see that uh, famous image of them hugging. I mean, it's a very famous movie. James Cameron directed it. The movie is three hours and 30 minutes long, meaning I came home after a day of work and said, yeah, let me invest fucking nearly four hours. Let me invest almost half a work day in this fucking movie. And I got I to gotta say, I'm happy I did because now I could speak confidently about my feelings on the film. Uh, for starters, first of all, the movie's three hours and 30 minutes long. It actually only took the Titanic after it hit that iceberg. Spoiler alert. It only took the Titanic, I'm going to tell you right now. Two hours and 40 minutes to sink. That means that even if you got on that boat and pressed play on the Titanic movie, you would die before you even got to see what the fuck happened at the end of that movie. Also, um, I can tell you what happened. Though. I'm going to get there at some point. Trust me. Um, just for just to get give some background on it, and I'm really going to go into this shit. Um, you, you see a young DiCaprio. He's... 
He's just a dude who, he's one of those people who lives a certain kind of lifestyle. He lives like one of those lifestyles where he's kind of just really flying by the seat of his pants. And he's somehow making it work. And you, there, there's so I have so much admiration for those kind of people that just like, just don't need security. He lives wherever he's at. <clears throat> I mean, he basically says that in the movie, his character, Jack Dawson. Um, and uh, I, I honestly, I'll be honest with you, before I press play, I was going into it thinking, like, already I had to check myself. I was like, don't put this movie on and start, like, looking for shit to fucking, to to criticize and be a dickhead about it. And I watched it, and it's your very classic tale of a, a, a woman who is in a position where she has status, and she's kind of wealthy, and there's a young man from the other side of the tracks. This woman is betrothed to another man. Uh, who is a total dickhead, played by Billy Zane, uh, the handsome Billy Zane. Billy Zane, it, you know, it's one of those things where when I was a kid, I really started thinking about, like, my perception of the film is just like, oh, Billy Zane, he's just always in a tuxedo. That's just how rich people dress, right? They just wear a tuxedo all the fucking time. And um, turns out they don't, because now that I'm an adult and I know rich people, they only wear tuxedos when they are required to just uh to let you guys know um but so she's so she's intended to be married to billy zane's character who is the kind of guy first of all this is the situation he's a dickhead he's rich the mom is kind of forcing kate winslet to get married because they ran out of money and she wants she's obviously became accustomed to a certain lifestyle and so you need to marry a rich man or I don't know what I'm going to do because I can't keep paying these people to clean our gigantic fucking house. Also, they're going to probably take our gigantic house away. We're going to live in a goddamn two bedroom apartment. So marry this rich man. And this rich man was a, he was he was a real piece of work. You know, it was just kind of. I remember now like the fire I would feel on my chest as a young boy. Like, that's not how you treat a woman. I would really get upset, you know. I wanted I wanted uh Jack Dawson to win, you know. I like I like the underdog. Ah, I like the dark horse. I'm a more of a dark horse kind of guy than an underdog kind of guy. I like champions, you know. Um but so Billy Zane, there's one scene where first of all, it's also a movie about a man who's basically stealing another man's girlfriend, fiance rather. Um if we want to heighten it a little bit, but she was already checked out anyway. We all knew. And she saw this man who was just living so free. And she was she just felt bound, I think, to the expectations of her family. And to, you know, she was basically kind of locked into this deal that she didn't want to be involved in. Anyway, she met a man that she really wanted to be with. He, 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 was, he was like wild, adventurous. She was a moth to that flame, you know. You can't help yourself. And he was just throwing cigarettes in the ocean. And we didn't. We didn't pull up a video of DiCaprio in 1997 throwing a fucking cigarette in the ocean and try to cancel him. We just said, nah, he's cool. And she said, paint me like one of your French girls. She pulled her titties out and he was like, boom. And you know how you can tell he caught a boner? Because the fucking, the desk he was working on rose up about two and a half inches. Um, but yeah, no, so she um, she came in there already. You could already see what she was trying to do it was great and then he ends up 
having sexual relations. He had sexual congress with uh, Kate Winslet in the movie. It looked like it was real, but they got to the scene right when he was finishing. She goes, you're trembling. And he's like, I always tremble when I come. If you don't remember that, go back in time, watch the movie, and you see that DiCaprio says that in the film. Um, but the thing that blew my mind is like, wow, she's just already just fucking this dude. They haven't even... They haven't even gotten halfway across the Atlantic yet. They haven't even touched the iceberg. And her actual fiance is still on this boat. And he's not a nice guy. You know, he gets mad. This is the thing that really blew my mind. He got mad at her, his fiance, for going out and having a good time without him. Or just because basically of what it, it made him look like a fool, I suppose. And he got, like, physically aggressive with her, which I didn't remember happened. And I was just like, damn, like, that shit was just common back then. Like, a dude would just slap the shit out of his wife, and she would still just be cool with that, which is really sad um, and unfortunate. Uh, but the thing that blew my mind is he was right in front of the dude who was fucking his fiance, and he didn't do shit. He didn't put hands on him. He didn't do shit. And I thought in my mind, it's like, man, if somebody was trying to fuck my wife or my fiance, I would be fucking ripping the skin off their face, you know? So I was like, this guy's kind of a pussy in my opinion. You know, he's the kind of guy that will get physical with a woman because he feels like he's in charge and he's the kind of guy that was a spoiled brat and he never got his ass kicked. And um, apparently at the end of the movie, they said he killed himself. I don't condone killing yourself but you know that guy was kind of a prick and they kind of make you not care about it that's how you do it they make you hate the guy so much that even when he kills himself you're like yeah well you know i guess we don't really need him around you know so they did a great job with that that's how i feel about joaquin phoenix and gladiator i was just like joaquin phoenix phenomenal phenomenal actor talented guy he's so talented in fact that when i watched gladiator i hated him and um that's just that's just talent right there. It's raw talent. But yeah, so they, uh, they you know how also how I knew the Titanic was realistic because it was fucking nineteen twelve and there was not one black person on that entire boat. You know, it was a very it was like a privilege to get on the RMS Titanic. I believe is what they said. It just blew my mind though that that was the the maiden voyage. You know, and I think there's something to be said about. You know, Kate Winslet's character, Rose, she uh, she was kind of just in a, her family was in a precarious position financially, and she was just in a position where she kind of just had to be, she was expected to do a bunch of shit she didn't want to do. She was a beautiful young woman, and she her life was not her own, which is, um, which is sad, and I feel like that shit does happen nowadays, too, like, still to this day. To this day! Um... People, with people's parents like controlling their decisions well into their fucking late 20s, 30s, and even 40s. Like, I think that shit is, fuck, is wild. And it's unfortunate. And I don't know where that really comes from. Like, I'm sure that there's a multitude of reasons, but it just always surprises me when people like gotta run shit by their parents. Like, you know, you're an adult, right? And your parents already spent more time on this planet living their lives already i don't know i'm not trying to be an asshole about it i'm just saying you should respect your parents but i think there's a there's a there's just like a a, a line that it gets passed and it's like okay like i respect you but also i'm my own person right and i want to get a tattoo on my forehead that says fuck the government and you can't do shit about it um have you ever met anyone with that tattoo it's insane 
insane. But I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio and the love story between, I want to use their, their, uh, their character names, between Rose and Jack, it was like, she was, he was like just being nice to her. He was listening to her. He saw her. That's what people say nowadays, right? He, she, he made her feel seen. You know, the language people use nowadays is just some shit that, like, it, I don't know when it starts. I just know I just start hearing it, and I'm like, oh, that's how we talk now? He made her feel seen, and um, she was able to understand that she was in a toxic relationship that she needed to escape from. The only problem is there was no escape because she was on a boat. And you can't fucking just get off a boat. You know what I mean? That's why I hate being on a boat. Because, like, if something goes south... Like, being on a sinking ship is probably one of the most terrifying feelings in the world. You know? And there were multiple sinking ships in that movie. Metaphorical ones, like... The relationship between Kate and her intended husband-to-be. Um... uh, man, that's probably it. That and the boat. The gigantic boat that everyone was on. And they swore it was unsinkable, too. They swore it was unsinkable. But, you know, you crash into an iceberg, which, I, you know, I'm, I let the credits roll, right? Because I wanted to see if they if like they put the iceberg in the credits, and they didn't. And I'll be honest with you. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was an artist. He drew a bunch of pictures of naked French girls with fucking hairy armpits. Cause that's like that was a thing, and you know, you know how I learned that French girls didn't shave their armpits from Home Alone, when Buzz McAllister said, "You know, French girls don't shave their pits, right?" And I was like, a kid when I saw that, and I was like, I don't even necessarily know what that means, but I don't even have hair on my armpits yet. Is that a problem? Is that weird? Pubes? Are they considered pubes? Probably. You don't have them before puberty. I guess they are considered pubes. So every dude you look at who has a beard, that's he just has pubes on his face. That's a fact. Look it up. But so you see, it's back to the Titanic. You see, um, you see things happening early on. Per, in my personal professional opinion, I feel like it was a bold move having a movie be that long. But I think all of the movies that were uh, kind of important, classic, cultural, uh, time pieces, period pieces, um, commentary on whatever was going on. I think all those like classic films were always so goddamn long, right? Like almost unbearably long to the point where like now when I'm looking through Netflix and I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, this movie's an hour 37. I could, I could do that. 330 eh it's like you re it's like presumptuous it's like all right they like assume that i could sit here for that long you know what i mean some people can some people just watch fucking movies all night long i'm not one of those people um but yeah i just thought it was really weird and then at the end of it you know leonardo dicaprio freezes to death sorry i don't know if i should have said spoiler alert first so he they they're on a door, and this is a major debate. When people talk about the Titanic, oftentimes they go, well, why didn't she share the door with him? And I, I just realized why she didn't share the door with him when I watched it. 
because it's a stupid argument. It's the same thing as when I try to be like, well, how come Mufasa didn't land on his feet? Because he's a cat. Mufasa did land on his fucking feet. And then a, stan- a fucking stampede killed him. You know, because and Kaskar was really smart. He's like, this motherfucker, I'm a cat. I know what it's like. I'd land on my feet too. So, boom, stampede. And I'm going to make the kid think he did it. Um, now he doesn't have a dad, so. Anyway, um, yeah, this is why he did not also float to safety on that door that they were lucky enough to find in the first place. I mean, truth be told, that movie was really fucking dark. Look at me going on another tangent again, so you have to wait for me to say why he didn't float on the door with her. Um, It was really dark. It almost honestly struck a nerve with me, and all jokes aside, it made me think of a few years back, I actually went to the 9-11 memorial at the World Trade Center. And I cried my fucking eyes out. Real talk, no jokes, dead ass serious. Just hearing some of the um, audio recordings and looking at some of the, like, I mean, they literally have Kleenex boxes of tissues all over the place for people to cry. And it's like, welcome and accepted. And it's a quote unquote safe space for you to sit there and be emotional. And it's very somber. I mean, it's beautiful what they did and the exhibit is incredible, but it's a very somber place to be. So I remember seeing that, hearing the, the, the audio that they were able to recover of some of the people calling their family members and it really brought me to tears, like, like uncontrollably weeping, you know? And you're around a bunch of people who also f- share the same sentiment, which is nice just to kind of come together. And and honestly, now that I even think about that in a time where there's just so many divisive things happening, it's um it's nice for me to even recall a moment where fucking I was sitting in a room full of people and we were all like we kind I kind of felt like all these strangers like we all had each other's backs about this one thing, this one tragic thing that happened. And all, and I could sit here and joke all day about the Titanic, but I mean, it's a real fucking thing that happened to real people. So that sucks. But <laughs> all right. Now, with that being said, they should have called it Frozen. No, nah, I'm kidding. Um, so basically, the thing that really, really, uh, the reason I brought up the 9-11 Memorial is because fucking there were images of people that were like jumping out of the fucking windows of the buildings because that was their only option. And then so on the boat, the boat tilted up. So they so the they 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 claimed that the boat was unsinkable, right? Boat hits an iceberg, rips a huge hole down the side of the fucking boat on the starboard side. I don't really know a lot about boats, but that's what the guy said in the beginning. Um, guy looked like every fucking improviser you could ever imagine. Needs a haircut, needs to fucking fix his beard, out of shape, shirts too tight for him. Baggy fucking carpenter jeans, you know, the ones where you could stick a hammer in the loop in the side of the fucking leg, and he's got like Chuck Taylors on. Converse. Um, I just painted it. He's wearing glasses too, in case you imagined him with glasses on. And he's probably just in a t shirt because he left his flannel on the back of his chair. Um, yeah, there were people jumping off the boat and shit, and it just reminded me of that. I was like, oh my God, that must have been fucking. You just you just know that this is not going to end up good. 
you know? And then the movie was so fucking dark. It's like when they came back to try to get some people, to get some more people, it was just like, okay, um, there's a dead frozen man holding his dead frozen baby. I was like, wow, they really fucking went for it. You really went for it, James Cameron. Um, I was also told that James Cameron himself actually drew all those pictures of your French girls. Paint me like one. I want you to paint me like one of your French girls. That's what she said. And he said, all right. Um, and he did it. Uh, but yeah, so it was really dark. I, I was like surprised. I was like, Jesus Christ. I watched this shit as a kid, you know? And then after the titties came out, all the fucking, all the four letter words just started flying off like it was a Tarantino movie. I was like, Jesus Christ. DiCaprio said shit like 37 times in that movie. To be exact, I took notes. Go back and count it. Make a drinking game out of it. Every time DiCaprio says, oh shit, take a shot. But I do feel like the movie could have been shorter. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and keep harping on the fact that I think the movie was too long, but I do think it could have been a shorter movie. You know? But my, uh, my conclusion is that I think that it was a great movie, actually. And at the end, when she makes it, she's right by the Statue of Liberty. Guys, you should go rewatch this movie. I don't even know. I don't even know if this shit's really relevant anymore. But if we're talking about classics, I mean, I fucking watched Casablanca when I was in goddamn school. You know, I watched. I watched One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. You know what I mean? So if you're fucking like 17 right now and you listen to this podcast, which you probably shouldn't, because I think it's 18 and over, right? Right, Jamie. I'm not Joe Rogan. Uh. If you, you should watch this movie because it's a good movie. Celine Dion, they have like different renditions of My Heart Will Go On Near, Far, Wherever You Are. Beautiful song. Beautiful song. She says My Heart Will Go On, so you probably won't want to use that as a wedding song because it, it, you know what I mean? It seems like she could be saying something like beautifully negative. I don't know. Don't listen to me, it's late. Um, but yeah, my my conclusion is that I do not hate Titanic. I think it's a great movie, and I'll be honest with you. Even though it was three hours and 30 minutes long, I actually didn't mind it. And it's crazy, because I've been up all day, running around like I always fucking am. And the truth of the matter is, I enjoyed the movie. It was great. It's a great movie. I recommend it. I give it a... Uh, I don't like doing that rating shit, because I don't even really know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um... Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. And now for a pressing issue. Thank you, guys. Um, a pressing issue. We have an election coming up. Um, and I just would like to say one more time, I want to reiterate, young people, old people, educate yourselves. Um, don't be a dickhead about it. You know, but like figure out what you're doing. Figure out what decision you're going to make because you got to do it soon. And... Um, just know why you're making the decision you're making. And think about your loved ones. Think about your friends and your family. And, um, you know, hopefully we can fucking just get through. We get through everything. We have no choice but to get through shit. I just don't want to see anybody be fucking. I just don't want shit to go, shit to go sour. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I'm going to get out there and vote too. It's none of your business. Who I'm voting for, Kanye West. <clears throat> nah, I'm just kidding. 
Um, but listen, guys, thank you so much. I really think that you should go check out the Titanic if you haven't seen it in a long time. Um, and also, if there's something that you think sucks, it may not if you saw it over 20 years ago. And, and you know, I, I've been walking around for a long time saying that I'm not a contrarian. And the truth of the matter is, I think I fucking might be a little bit of a contrarian. Just a tad. And I don't know why that is. I don't know where that spawns from. But there is a part of me that does like to just disagree with people just because. And that's a, that's a, I've never openly admitted that before. And I'm, I'm admitting that to everyone who listens to this podcast, including my wife and my close friends and family. Yes, please do not listen to everything I say because sometimes I'm just trying to be annoying. And uh, being a contrarian is one of the most annoying things you can do. And I'm working on it. Seriously, though, I am working on it. Um, but thank you guys all for listening. Like the show, share the show, and subscribe to it. Share it with all your friends. Follow me on social media. I'm Corey Easley underscore. And I've been him, and you've been you. So get out there and do your fucking thing and have a great day and take care of yourself. Brush your teeth, wipe your ass from fucking front to back. Don't be a savage unless you're doing it the right way. Take care, guys. Love you all.